0: Tony Graham was a fairly unremarkable man, at least for the first 23 years of his life. He was born in 1940 and grew up in the Midlands market town of Suttonstone. His family were local builders, and when Tony wasn't helping in the family business, he could usually be found kicking a football. At 18, It looked as if a career in professional football beckoned for the young lad. But like with so many talented young prospects, it never quite happened. And by 1963, Tony Graham was working part time for the building firm run by his uncle, whilst playing for his hometown team of Suttonstone United in the Central Association Division One League. It was a game against title rivals Northdale, where Graham's life was forever changed. Whilst running down the wing, he was the victim of a vicious tackle which left him on the ground in agony. The tackle had caused a compound fracture of his tibia and the broken end of the bone, which had torn through the tissue of his skin, had managed to become embedded in the soft ground of the football pitch. His situation quickly went from bad to worse as a thunderstorm erupted overhead. A bolt of lightning erupted from the blackened sky and struck the winger on the head after this his life was changed forever tony graham never played football again after a long recovery from his terrible injuries he returned to work at his uncle's firm but took on office-based duties rather than the usual manual work he had done previously this new arrangement didn't last long the young man was no longer the same something had happened to graham in that million volt strike and he now found himself Spiritually awakened. Much of the information about Graham's transformation to a spiritual mystic is to be found in the pamphlet that Tony Graham himself wrote. Part treatise, part New Age manifesto, The Electric Magenta Covenant was published in 1965 by the countercultural Pandit Publications. Beyond a handful of beatniks, proto hippies, and enlightenment seekers, the work had very little impact. But for Tony Graham, It marked a significant turning point. The lightning strike had helped Graham to see the world very differently. In his pamphlet, he wrote, By developing ourselves, we can become the universe, and we can become the Godhead. This is the true path of humanity's salvation. The frequency of magenta is a stepping stone. Everything I saw after the lightning struck was infused with a beautiful purple glow. So, I say to you, wear purple and raise your vibrations. Graham took to wearing a purple tracksuit and was never seen in anything else, even going to the office of the construction company in his amethyst attire. After his behaviour became more erratic and abstruse, it was decided that he should take a break from his uncle's company. He began a period he referred to as his roaming. In 1967 he arrived in Cornwall, having spent several months roaming the southwest proselytising about his beliefs on vibrational energy and the Godhead. He ended up joining a commune on the outskirts of a small village called Porthgullen. The commune was being run by another unusual individual named Bruce Tilden. Tilden had his own philosophies and beliefs about orgon energy, a sort of life force akin to something like prana or Chi. But Tilden had integrated some of his own philosophies connected with deep meditation and yoga. When Tony Graham arrived in his purple tracksuit, Tilden immediately recognised a kindred spirit. No one knows for certain what went on at the Porthgullen commune, which became known as Amaranthena. What is certain, however, is that Tilden and Graham fed off each other's ideas, with both taking on board the philosophies of the other. It is speculated that, not only did they have a relationship with each other, but several of the young hippie followers who joined Amaranthina as well. The most extreme theory goes that their experiments into meditation, free love and higher vibrations, somehow led them to perform ritual sacrifice. When two teenagers from London were reported missing, after having been seen just a mile from the Amaranthina site in the days prior, most locals believed that Those purple freaks had something to do with it. The police questioned both Graham and Tilden, but no charges were ever brought. The missing teenagers were never found, though many believed that they had simply boarded a boat bound for Bilbao in Spain. Whatever the truth, it was clear that meeting Tilden had a deep emotional and spiritual effect on Graham. But then, in 1969, Tilden died suddenly. It was said to have happened during a high-vibrational orgasm meditation. Graham was devastated and Amaranthina, as a result, quickly fell apart. Graham left Cornwall and returned to Suttonstone with little more than his purple clothes and a box containing Bruce Tilden's cremated remains. You can learn what happened next to Tony Graham by reading case file number 13, the Thornley Mill shopping precinct. For more information on this, and to read our more detailed case files, go to occultariaofalbion.com Please remember that liking, subscribing and sharing about the Occultaria of Albion is really appreciated. You can find us on Instagram at occultariaofalbion and on Twitter at occultaria.